Welcome to Saka. Erupting blunt launcher. Joy Then you've got like African American Peter Parker in space, and you've got like. <laughs> There's a battle happening between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire, and then you see Jar Jar run by and get shot in the back. And that's it! <laughs> sack up, sack up, sack up! I am Steve, and with me here today... Addison Waldo! Kenneth Sack up, nerds. Yes, internationals, but... He has an item that sells for $300 on the open market. I remember you telling me about yeah. that. It's, like, insane. People are saying that that new... That, uh, the Courier, the Faceless Rex one's going to be selling for about that same because the drop rate is so stupid. I want low. that shit. It looks so cool. Well, I would the, sell mine at Harvey. I would yeah. sell mine at buying more Dota. <laughs> exactly, but... The, they're, they're thinking that they might actually announce Pitlord at TI5 just because... In Warcraft 3, they used the Grom Hellscream model for Axe. Yeah. And if you'll recall your Warcraft lore, Grom kills Manoroth the Pit Lord, which yes. is what the next hero to come out is, or one of the possible two. So they're saying that the comic might be a lead up into releasing Pit Lord, nice. which I'm fucking stoked for. He looks strange and that's what I like. Do they have pictures of Pit Lord yet? They've got with his reign of fire and his like demon well, gaze summoning. He's got reign of fire, he's got the rift, he's got an aura that just lowers damage and uh gives him damage or something like that and then he's got the weird like um what's it called? He's got some weird like zoning thing where if you walk into it, it stuns you. Like a maledict that lasts a long time that's also Ice Path from Jakarta. <gasps> Magnus as a Pit Lord? Oh no, that's like a pig snout, a pig face on a Pit Lord, a Pit Fiend's body. Well, I mean, when Warcraft. you look at what they looked like in the <laughs> Warcraft 3, they're basically just like hyper pigs. Yeah. Alright, let's see. I was like, I need to figure out how to do this. And every time I would go trying to find a warding guide that was just like a website page, none of the pictures would load in ever. So it's just like look below for all these warning spots, and then the little broken image icon. And I'm like, well, fuck me. So (laughs) I think that purge guide has a really good warding. No, it doesn't. That's the first place I went. I found a really good warding guide online somewhere. I'll have to find it for you. I I I figured it out. I figured some good areas, but what you just play enough. Yeah, I mean, I know generally where to ward. It's just where to ward combined with do I know where we need vision usually. The biggest thing is usually just depending on how you... Knowing, like, okay, we're being pushed, we're behind, I should put wards in my forest. Yeah. Like, I've got a heavy jungler who needs to be, you know, entrance to the jungle on the backside, too. Or, like, we're on the offensive... Or we've got, like, gankers, like, we've got a spirit breaker. Or, like, you know... Someone who may need a... Someone who can get... Well, no, just someone... 
who can, if you get vision, they can target them. If they got global abilities or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's mainly a lot of it's just like the biggest thing, the main thing for me is knowing when we're offensive versus defensive. Like, well, are we behind my, or are we ahead? That's my problem, too. That's yeah. why I always ask. <laughs> well, you should keep doing that, and you'll you'll learn it eventually. Now, like, I know when we're ahead or behind, so I'm like, offensive boards, I know that we need them. Or if we're behind defensive boards. And I, well, it took me forever to learn how to do that. And that's, that's the great thing about that game. Is like, even for one role to play support, the intricacy to really know and understand and be good at your role is so deep. Because if well, you find it, support have, has to do a lot, I yeah. feel more than the other roles do, though. Yes. Like, as a carry, you just really get farm and don't die. That's your your creed. It sounds hard, but man, farming, being able to farm good is, is. Well, I'm not saying that it's easy either, but I have to also farm well in order to afford to do all the other tasks that I need to do. <laughs> yeah, all your all your task is to buy. You know, Desolator or Radiance or Salt Clears or something. I have to buy wards and sentries and dust and smoke and all the other shit. So. Yeah. Pause. Welcome to Sack Up. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. Okay. It is Tuesday, Ju- uh, June 9th, 6969. <laughs> the it's same amount of people we had at the Smash 4 tourney. Indeed. Oh, which was 14 more than we had at the, at the Melee tourney. But yeah, we'll get to that soon. What's that mean? That means Smash 4 is better than Melee. So, um,. All right, so what we were just, we were just talking about, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like just just like if you found an actual warding map yet, because like when you find it, you'll you'll actually be like, I did not know there were this many ward locations. I've there's seen... like here's defensive, here's offensive, here's like turtle, here's like jungle wards and all that stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, it's my big thing kind is... of into it where to put a lot of stuff. My problem ends up being I don't really know where good offensive ward placement is for either side. Like, I, I know how to ward offensively better for Dire than for Radiant, but not that much better. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest thing is uh, is getting to the next level where you don't want to ward places that are so obvious that they'll get dewarded. Yes. Well, so it's like providing that you, one place above basically, the Basically, well, any, any place <laughs> that has an eye is, a, is essentially a, like deward. It's game. a target. So yeah. it's like knowing where to ward now, it's like putting wards in areas that they still give you what you need. But, but there's a, less a lot of times, of people aren't going to expect you. Luckily, in pubs, you don't really have to worry about dewarding them. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. even really have to worry about warding, for that matter. But I like to do it as a form of, if I'm playing support, you know. It's just a nice skill to have, I feel. Yeah. Okay. Penny, go back to sleep. She's been sleeping all day, though. So, uh, how's it been going, guys? How's, how's life? Tell me about your weeks, or two weeks time. I might be getting a job with the city. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Mark, job. Mark's probably leaving, Yeah, right? Mark's moving to Seattle. Stop. And you get, it'll be more money, right? Theoretically. I mean, yeah. the, the problem is, and, you know, I have to get the job first, and, but they, you know, the city takes off a percent for your retirement, but they also take off a percent for pension, mm-hmm. which is mandatory. So, unless I make, like, a significant amount more than I make now and actually I will be making less money total in, in the form of actual like take home pay pensions so. man God's a dream well it's the nightmare of every company in existence well that's why they all got rid of them exactly and, and that's why the government's the bankrupt floor. oh your tongue's so wet yeah. yeah her mouth is super wet that's, that's cause she, she's, just she's drinking been drinking water, water yeah. and it all gets caught in her beard yeah. <laughs> so, I'm talking about my puppy who is now 
10 weeks old, almost 11 weeks old, and she... Is huge. She is much bigger than she was when we brought her home, and she is an unholy terror. She has good days and bad days, but her bad days, man. There's one night where she peed on the carpet six times in a single night. <laughs> Why was she out on the carpet? Well, she's always on the carpet. Well, but I, at nighttime, I would assume you'd put her in a cage. No, this was just an evening. When I say oh. night, I mean it was like after. It was like between 6 and 10 p.m. She peed on the floor six times. <laughs> she like, fuck the motherfuckers. I Every 45 I minutes pee, basically. Yeah, well, like, I'm tr- I was trying to do work and stuff, and then I would be like sitting here working, and then I look over, and she'd be like... Like, By the way, well, she'll like look at me and like she'll try, she'll try to signal that she <laughs> she'll look at you while she's doing. It. She's like, "You did this." <laughs> <laughs> well, she'll revenge piss, dude. She's totally done it. If we do, if we like chastise her for something, like she'll walk somewhere and she'll just turn around and be like, <laughs> "Like just piss all over the ground." <laughs> so she totally gets vindictive. Um, okay, so job with the city. And then what I just have been gone for retard on Dota. Yeah, you are. We've said I've said this like three times tonight now, but you are the Dota whale, Addison Waldo. If it wasn't tournament season, then I wouldn't <laughs> probably invest in this much. But the international is definitely, definitely what does it. But again, there's so much cool stuff. Too. Well, there's cool stuff, and it feels like so. It's the first game where I felt the hype, and I want to be part of it. Yeah, like other games have hype, but TI. Is the biggest, it's you know, it's, hell, yeah. and I'm, I'm so excited to, to watch bigger. bigger so. There's an MLG tournament coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it's, yeah. but <clears throat> I don't know. I just think they did the pay like it's free to play, but I think they're doing all the right things on the way they make their money, which is literally so it's free to play, but there's no pay to win, which is perfect, right? Yeah, well, that's the the perfect model. And then, but everything they give to you, it's really all just cosmetics. But I think, and I think they do it's a good a job with them. Real value add, though. It looks cool, and it's it's getting to the point now where they put so many sets in that you don't all see like you're not all the same. Well, so yeah, except right. For, so, like now, <laughs> there's where some, everyone's yeah. using the immortals from there. But you can see like you know every game I'll see like a different necro set, or I'll see a different person with the Luna set. You know, so because they've come out with so many sets now for a lot of different heroes, that it's kind of cool. So you can be like, you can still feel. Like, I feel like when I was playing WoW, everyone still had the same gear on. Pretty much, yeah. But with here, it's like, you see a lot of people with the newer sets, but you see a lot of people with the older sets, too. Because the older sets still look pretty cool. Nothing yeah, will be my a la Rubik set. God. <laughs> that looks so funny. Well, the you know, like, uh, the Augur of Eternity or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah. But yeah, you're full-on, like, you are their mark, dude. Like, uh, you I'm, are not, I'm not hard. putting any more money into it now. Yeah, right. Not for this year. Yeah, right. Well, no, I spent like a hundred bucks already. <laughs> yeah. Like, but I don't... The thing is, I'm not the international is still two months away. <laughs> I, I, I understand that, but there's nothing more that I need from my compendium now. That's true, you have all... Like, I... Is it max I have, level? No, it, well, there's no max level. Mm-hmm. Every 30 levels after... Like, there comes a point, and if you look at the Compendium Rewards, and I think it's after level 175 where I'm at. Yeah, where it's like, you get this Immortal 1 now, and every 30 levels from this point is another Immortal 1. But there's only so many Immortal 1s to get so many Immortal 2s and the Immortal 3s, which haven't come out yet. I'm pretty sure I have all of them now. Well, <laughs> yeah. if you don't equip them, you can sell them. Yeah, but they're, the the big thing for me is since they actually change animations for stuff, I want them. Well, I'm just saying if you have ever ended up getting duplicates. Yeah, well, you can't. I don't think you can anyways. Is that not like the treasures? Well, I don't know. I no with the Immortals, I'm, I'm... I haven't gotten a duplicate yet, yeah. so... Yeah, well, I know that I think with the, with the Immortal treasures, <laughs> if each one you buy... Once you get a set, you won't get a duplicate until you finally get to the end. Well, it's not a buy, though. The Immortals aren't... 
There's compendium levels. Yeah, I guess Unless you're talking about the compendium cache treasures. Maybe. That, like, the Rubik set is a, is a cache treasure. Yeah. So those ones... That That's something I paid for that has 11 sets in it. And then each time... You I paid for mine, I got bugs. Look, I got the 11 free levels. I got... Yeah, I got all of those. Which got me another Mortal Treasure. So I was like, oh, it's nice. blah. It's paid up. It's <laughs> But yeah, it's... I, I'm good. I need to go home and open the the levels I'm at at work today <laughs> and bask in the glory. <laughs> well, so what I did was I recycled so much shit. So everything that's basically not a set, I recycled. So I've got like 15 of those charms. So I'm just going to use those. So hopefully, charms. I'm sure like two thirds of them will turn to junk because I will lose more than I win. But it'll be. I don't. I think your win rate's above 50. percent mm. Hell no. I think I'm it is. Mine I'm, is. Well, good if for mine you. is, then you're no, no. I play. I lose so many matches solo. My solo, I I'm slowly devolving into Dota. The Dota hell that is like the trench. Well, I'm at yeah, like yellow hell. I was three point seven k like last month, and I am like three point two k right now, and it is a long slide that I can't seem to claw my way out of. Well, that's you and me need to play in ranked because we have a fifty percent win rate with each other. So well, yeah. <laughs> You need to get all three of us in some kind of regular well, it's just thing. Dumb. It's like, part of it is like your fault. So it's like, I can impact a game, but I can't dominate a game. Because they're, like, four, 4K players can dominate a game. Like, I played a game with a 4K player the other day. Oh, it was crazy. This dude was Shadow Fiend, and he had 900 gold per minute. Jeez. He Jeez, was what just... What the fuck is he doing at 400 4K then? He like, was just, like, murdering. He just dominated. He was... Beautiful. I'm, just, I'm gonna ride your coach. I'm glad that I'm on this team. I wish I could predict but just, the match. But he was just really good, and it was like noticeable how much he affected the game. Like by 20 minutes, the game was over. He just had murdered. He just he was so farmed, and he was he had dominated their mid so bad and ganked the other lane so bad that we were all just like free farming away. So having like there's a point where if you can be like that, you can just move up the ladder effortlessly. Like my friend Ramen, he's a 4K player, and his Necro is like a top. Top 5%. Top 5% in the, in the world. Like on Dota buff, his stats, if you put up his goal per minute, his assists, all that stuff, his stats are within the top 5% of all Necro players. Wow. So he plays, basically he only plays ranked with Necro. He's a major tilter, so. He tilts hard. So, I play with him. He'll he'll get like, tilts is when like you. Um, I actually don't really like that word, so I'm ashamed that I used it. So tilt means when you essentially get thrown off your game and you start to like make mistakes and get flustered. Oh, so he, he fucks he's, up he's, once well, and it just no no he it's not he fucks up it's other people fuck up and he oh, he's a ranger he's a oh he's, he's Arteezy he, <laughs> he he'll go like ramen will go in a game where we're doing really well and he'll talk so much shit like if we're doing really well he'd be like oh man this is fucking a rad I'm so I'm so like I'm fucking awesome guys we're destroying these guys he, never so, that. he has said that before he's like I'm destroying these guys this is ridiculous we're destroying them these guys are so bad and then we'll lose one game he'll be like he is rages at like just up and down totally but his necro is just really good so well hopefully someday I will be the most renowned witch doctor player in the world. <laughs> you could be. You stick with them all. God, we played we played two games against witch doctor Mina and it was so painful. Yeah, was we so... just we we got fucking stomped. It wasn't even funny, and they were long games too. Like we were, it wasn't stomped. They were they were nice even games, but we just that witch doctor plus that glimmer cape. Mm, so fucking hard. Yeah, that's. I need to start. You will get off at least cape. like half of your. Well, the Glimmer Cape uh, invisibility is longer than Death Ward's cool, or longer than Death Ward's channel is. So it's if you pop seconds. it, and the Death Ward's not ten seconds; it's like four and a half or something. And Glimmer Cape's 
five seconds or something for a minute. Cold case like ten seconds. It's like yeah, stupid. It's, it's long, long as fuck, yeah. and you get the spell resistance. So it's not really spell resistance here, but it's just it's, it. Well, it just helps for people like Sand King coming and being like, "I'm just gonna burn you out," you know? Yeah, with his sandstorm, <laughs> with the sandstorm and all that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just fun right now. I want all three of us to play more often, but it seems fucking impossible to actually. Well, Kimmy and I to find all three of us able to play. Yeah, our like many things we've had to do is winding down a little bit. So I'm gonna hopefully start having more evenings free. Like I could play on Thursday and Friday night this week. I like both. Yeah. So that will probably happen. Hopefully, we have our engagement pa- party Saturday, so we'll all be together. Yeah. But by we'll... the way, when do we have to? I know it's at four. Yes. But do we need to show up exactly then? Or yeah, because sure where is it? It's sixty-four South Levine. It's in Chandler. Yeah. It's yeah. In... Are there presents involved? <laughs> no. No, no presents. You can bring me presents if you want. Oh, I no. always like. I don't know. Our, pres- I, our presence is your presence. Enough. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, basically just show up. And then afterwards, I think we're all going out to, a, like, a sports bar or something. All the guys who are in the wedding party and maybe my dad. So and we're going to... Dota? No, I wish. <laughs> yeah. and we're we're gonna, well, we, well, we could play Dota afterwards because I'm probably not staying at my house that night. So if one of you guys want to take me in, Ken. Because all the bridesmaids are coming back that night and having a sleepover. Yeah, and so it's going to be estrogen hell. Yeah, don't want to be here. Yeah, so I probably will not be here for that. <laughs> I will... Ask, but probably not. Yeah, well, it's it's I can close enough house. to now that probably no. Yeah, I could save my parents' house, um, but we might be able to play Dota that night. Just depends if Dota's my goats. Yeah, but for sure, for sure, Thursday night because I know Kimmy is busy that night, and then um, maybe Friday night. So, anyways, now you guys know what we're doing <laughs> on Thursday and Friday. Like, and you listeners, me. all you listeners who want to know about Dota scheduling is serious shit. Yeah, it's, right, fucking, awesome. it's a way of Let's, life. Uh, what about you, Ken? Anything interesting going on in your life? Yeah, work's cooled down. I'm doing streaming a lot. Very cool. That's about it. Excellent. I we we're, we're, we're like ran out of stuff to watch. We watched all of Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch well. She probably I was to say you should watch Kids on the Slope, but she probably won't watch anime with you. So what is Kids on the Slope? So I I started watching Kids on the Slope in the last two weeks, and I actually have three episodes left. I need to finish it, but it is an anime by um, by uh, the guy, the same guy who did Cowboy Bebop, uh, I know the guy who directed it. See, unfortunately, not fortunately, cool enough for me. I know these animes by their real Japanese name. So oh, you said kids okay. on the slope. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So. Sorry, I meant kids on the slope. Aru. Oh, <laughs> kids on the slope. On the slope. It's about the, like all best friends playing band music or jazz, jazz music. music. Yeah. So, um, did you find that trumpet? By the way, I never learned it. Okay. It, but uh, so I was so I watched that and that is super good. Is that good. why you wanted that thing that I told you about? Yes, like, one that I heard about on the Super Best Friend Cast. Yeah. I finally plugged like just just drew, threw it up on uh, on YouTube while I was at work. And it's very good. Yeah. It is surprisingly. I don't usually go on for a slice of life. Well, slice of life. It's very slice of life. And well, it, it's not very. It is. It, it is, is the epitome. Yeah. Slice of life. And it's um. It's very. There's definitely some interesting stuff. The music's super good. I like the characters. It's just really dramatic well, because it's point, slice though. of life. It's just so well, so, like so like heavily. It's yeah, it's very like, much a shoujo. It's just so heavily, just like Ugh, I like her so much. But I'll be alone forever. <laughs> 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 Does you like the fucking scene where the weird racist 
party. Oh my god. Like, we don't like black people yeah, playing don't music. play that black crap in here. <laughs> yeah. And I was I watched it with the with the English with with the dub. So oh, it was some American dude was like, Don't play that black crap in here. Yeah. Like it was Oh, it was ridiculous. Oh, take my head at you, dumb. Yeah. Now listen to the anime. It's well, it's hard. It is hard to do while working. It's yeah, if time. I'm watching it, <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to work and, and watch at the same time. It's, no, people. it's hard to work and, and read, read at subtitles. The same time. Yeah. <laughs> so I just listen to it, and honestly, the voice acting is not terrible. The yeah, syncing on like the lip. The Bebop voice acting wasn't bad either. Well, I thought I think the voice. I have always thought that the voice acting for Bebop is like top tier. Personally, I don't know if you guys agree with that, but Steve Bloom is phenomenal. The guy who does, um, the guy who did Jet was phenomenal. I thought Faye was great. All of it to me was. Oh uh, well, great. I liked the primary characters, but Edward just fucking sucked. I hate yes, well, Edward, that's because I hate. That's Ed because Edward's theory. yeah, Edward's character is annoying. Yeah. So no matter who plays it, you could get like. I don't know, like the guy who did Darth Vader, and it's still going to be annoying. <laughs> Michael Clark, yeah, 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 Michael Clark. <laughs> I thought it was James Earl Jones. Was it James? It might be. Yeah, it, James Earl Jones. You one get James one Earl Jones to do it, and he and it will still be annoying. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> um, Edward. Edward. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't pet the dog too hard. But. Boy. It's Boy. it's very very good. Um, I, I'm super impressed with. It. I like it a lot. Like I said, it it is dramatic, and the American voice acting in it is because certain things, like they keep they stay pretty true to the Japanese, and so like like the actual tra- translation. So like they just will say things that don't make sense in English, like that you would, or they'll talk to each other in a certain way and just be like, "What? I can't believe you would say that, Richie." Like, but they, well, it's because they, they make I, it more emotive. Yeah, it's like, hey, Richie, come match. on, come play some jazz. Richie, come on, yeah, come play some jazz. So, but there's some great moments in there where, like, like I, I love. It's a really great dichotomy of, of like the rich kid who's very like staid and like very kind of suffocated by his like rich life as like father issues and he's kind of emo but then realizes that this kid who's like a total ruffian fighter has it way worse than he'll ever imagine yeah. it could be and they become best friends but they fight because he's like real weirdly emo but it's just the one, one thing I love is that no matter how much Richie is a total ass to Sen Sen always comes back and is his friend like he Richie says the shittiest things to him and is a complete dick to him for no reason and he still shows up he's like yo thanks for the sticks let's go play some jazz and I'm like, friendship! Because well, in the end, that whole thing is about people like transcending their problems with jazz. Right? Exactly. And that's, so, and that's why jazz that's is That's the great. dream, but that's not ever true. Yeah. So I also started watch. I watched the beginning of a documentary um, that I have not finished. About Boruto? No. Boruto, but have you watched Boruto at all? I want to watch the movie when it comes out. I don't know if it's out yet. Let's watch. They have the new... I've been reading the new manga, actually. Like, Do they have a Borto series? Not Borto, but just about, like, the new... Like, it's when Arto is... Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know they had started one for those the, the new There's generation. There's, like, six of them, yeah. Well, so, like, fuck. Naruto is... Link that shit, then. I know, right? <laughs> And, like, well, the, the first half, like, follows, like, Salad or whatever. Sarada. Oh, God, Salad. Sarada. That, that is I some... don't know if I could do it, dude. Yeah, I mean, that, I already did that it once. Is some... DBZ level shit. Yeah. <laughs> Naming your people after food. Vegetables, yeah. No, but I mean Naruto is a rice cake, so like Naruto just cake. means fish cake. And so, yeah, so technically they're all named after yeah, after some kind of tree or food. It, it, well, what's it called? 
Naruto Generation X. Something like that. It's not even, it's not even like Naruto, it's just like like New Generation Ninja Gaiden Superstorm Love Forever. Okay, I love like. it already. <laughs> you gotta link that in the chat so I can go read that. So I want to see... Why does he have the big wrench? This is a question I need answered. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I started watching this documentary and I'm only for, through the first 20 minutes, ironically enough, but it's called Hot Girls Wanted. It just came out on Netflix. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, wait, I think I read something about that but go on um it just came out on netflix and it is about it's a documentary about the amateur porn industry and basically talks all about like the amateur porn the amateur porn industry what it's like um the kind of girls who get into it the whole like like everything about it and it's supposed to be very like revealing about how shitty it is for them and stuff but i only made it through the first 20 minutes um, which is ironic because, you know, you usually only make it through the first 20 minutes of any porno. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's interesting because, like, the girls in there are super hot, but, like, they are real dumb. Wow. Like, well, stereotypes are so true. I have not watched the whole thing yet, so I don't know enough about the girls. But, like, my first impression is that these are just a bunch of girls who were really popular and pretty in high school and, you know, thought could that that could get them. Much. Well, thought that that would get them through life, and then they were like, then they, when they realized they couldn't, like that wouldn't work, they were just like, well, I could do porn and make a lot of money, and so they do that. These girls are like 18, 19. One of them is just, she's 18, and she is so fucking dumb. She's just like, oh, man, we're going to be total, like, we're going to be real famous one day. We're just, like, free, you know? Like, we can just do whatever we want. Just hang out. Like, and she was, like, freestyle rapping, but she's, like, this stupid hipster white girl. And, man... It's so so. I think it's going to end up being a super interesting documentary, but I'm trying to find time to watch it because I can't watch it at work because it's a documentary about porn, and I haven't had a chance to watch it at home. You mean you don't want to be that? Well, you should cafe that's watching. Yeah, I don't want to be snake porn guy. You should. After that, I think it's also on Netflix. Watch the uh, stop it, Penny. The um, they have a a documentary about uh, porn stars from. Like twenty years ago, and what they're doing now. Yeah, is that, that interesting? It is really interesting, actually. I I I recognized a couple of them. I was, like, oh, <laughs> I was watching it with Claire. Like, you were like, oh, oh shit. shit! Claire's like, but it's really interesting to see because no. you know, I um, I think her name is Asia Carrera. Yes, one of them. She is like a genius. Like she's a literal like Mensa Society genius who's just like. I did really well in college, and I was like, "Fuck this! I just want to fuck people and make a lot of money." And she did, but but her whole—I st- mean, everyone's story in that is like super terrifying and sad. Yeah, watch it. Okay. Like, all right. Um, all right. So that was uh, that's wow. pretty a pretty interesting documentary, and I need to to finish that. And then I've also been watching Ken Burns Jazz, um, which is a huge Ken Burns documentaries are always rad. Yeah, and it's it's a massive twelve part. 12-hour documentary that that details the entire history of jazz music. And I've always loved jazz, but like I've I but Kids on the Slope helped like rebirth me into it where I'm just in the in a big bad way just like fuck, I forgot how much I love jazz. And so I'm just like bathing in it and there's so much jazz history to absorb and so many good tunes, like just sweet sweet jazz tunes to listen See, to. That's so. why I love I've been listening to Sambo Master a lot recently. Precisely because they are literally like Japanese jazz rock. Mm-hmm. Like that, their guitarist knows what the fuck he's doing. I love listening to it. It's so sweet. Yeah. Oh man! And then other than that, uh, we've been running smash events. So we just had uh, Sweet Spot Melee number two, number two with fifty-five entrants. So almost 
So 20 more entrants than we had for the first one, which is great. That's some awesome growth, but short of Smash 4. Smash 4 had 69 entrants, and the Melee the community did not show up in the same numbers. So we're... we're well, I would say hold our judgment until we run a Smash event that's not on a holiday weekend, but... True. Or a Smash a 4. Smash 4, because Smash 4 was on a Memorial Day weekend. That's true. But if that does end up being true, because we, you know, we had the assumption that the Melee scene would be the ones who... Who really oh, showed geez, up. and would show up, but if Smash 4 is going to show you up, then what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah, so, so <laughs> the call-out's coming, man. We'll see how the how the next Smash 4 event goes, but you know we're expecting the melee scene to show up. At 80 to 100 people, we think, uh, could could come, and we thought we figured would come, but so far it's only been 55. I think it might be a time thing to a certain extent. Like The more time we give people, like the more notes we give them, the more they're able to like get off work and stuff like that. Because well, there were a have... lot of players I knew, that I knew who like had work and stuff. So Yeah, but they they go on the Facebook and know exactly when the events are. That's yeah, but the if, they, if they have to <laughs> ask off two weeks in advance from work... And we post the event, you know, 13 days for ahead. Well, but all the events should be posted. Well, they're, the dates, I just put the, uh, last week I just put up um, all the, the dates for the rest of the for the rest of the season. Uh, okay, do we not have those up there before? Yeah, and then the events themselves haven't been made. I have to make the next Mealy event, so. Oh, you mean an actual Facebook event? Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, so step it up, Mealy. Right now you're behind. <laughs> and we'll see what you guys can do. Um, but Smash 4, the next Smash 4 event is June 20th. That's the next one we're focusing on. And we got pre-registration open already. And uh, last I checked, we only had 15 people pre-registered for that. But that may have gone up. No, it doesn't really look like it. Nope, not yet. There's only 12 people pre-registered for that right now. But they'll start coming the closer we get to the event and whatnot. So that, uh, what did you guys think of, of the Amelia event? You guys actually were there and ran the and ran it essentially because I well, had to leave for the latter half. But you know the the actual like grunt work stuff is the first three hours or whatever, anyways. Yeah, and you're moving them. tables around and doing the registration. So and that part, no square payments. Kind of surprised me because the you know the last two like have had like five out of however many people would pay for through square square or whatever. So. Maybe people are just, you know, more willing to bring cash now or something, but it's a value add, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, we know mainly people are old school, so they I don't I was going to say, it's a little archaic. I mean, they still play on CRT, so. Yeah, they don't expect to be able to pay with cash. a card. They expect cash. Well, and that's money. actually something that they, last time, were saying, was, like, the, the people would come up to me, like, when you were talking with Ryan or something, they'd be like, oh, wait, you guys take card? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'll remember that for next time. Here's $10. And yeah. I was like, all right, well. Welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, pay with card. We don't want to lose 2%. Pay with cash. Don't pay, pay with card. Cash. We lose 2% exactly. when we pay with card. We lose 1% if we pay with cash. It's called slippage. <laughs> so, um. Pilfering. I mean, yeah, that's the embezzlement. Just take one penny off the top. They'll never notice. Um. But yeah, yeah it so it's, it went really well. I was, I, it ended exactly at 10 o'clock. It was really good. We need more setups, though. That was one of the biggest things. We had 20 yeah, registered setups, I mean, only 13 showed up. I feel up. like that ended up not being as big a problem as people getting stream hungry and bottlenecking the entire event because they want to be on stream. Like, I understand that that's a value add for you as a player, but not everyone can be there past 10 or wants to. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or nine even. Like if if they hadn't done that, we would have gotten done an hour, hour and a half earlier. 
which is good for everyone. You got time to go home and relax instead of like leaving at ten. Yeah, or play more friendlies. Yeah, or play more friendlies or whatever. But and then people were screaming like fucking loudly. Good. I think well, bad. We actually. want that hype. It was literally it just was during like, poop feast. Poop feast. People were screaming poop feast, which it's fine, except for the fact that there's other people in the bar who don't know what that is. <laughs> Like they, well, Kyle was telling you they had that that party booked come in, yeah, that booked party, and a couple other people came in, and the these one of the dudes who came with like axe or whatever would just sit there and they were watching plays and just be like, ah! Ah! yeah, <laughs> over and over and over again. That was so fucking, annoying. It was really loud. And I, I, we need to tell them to keep it down because I I understand that you want to get hyped or something. You are not the only tenants in the Well, place. you're like, you're like he was like scre- like we're talking like screaming at the like screeching. At the top like, of his I'm block. sure you could have heard it from fucking like university and like if I were sitting here, I'd call I'd tell the bar to keep the guy out. Yeah. Well, this I mean, Smashers get hype and that, and we want that because the Smash Four players were that way too. Smash Four was a loud event. And no, you don't. There's loud and there's screeching. There's loud being like oh or whatever, and then there's banshees. Then there's a guy who's just sitting there. He sees something. He's like, yeah! But at the top of his lungs, like, echoing throughout a place that's blasting DJ music early. Which should not have happened. Yeah, that was really shitty. Bullshit. And we need to make sure that they wait until 10 o'clock to start that shit. Because they were commenting on that on stream. Well, like, they just, just kind of walked comments. in and were like, we're doing this now. Boom, we're doing yeah. it. Boom. And I was like, <laughs> that DJ was so loud. Like, I couldn't... I was trying to talk to Ray, and I'm like... Oh, no, even hey, the DJs Ray. were trying to talk to us, and we're just like, what? And he's like... Yeah, <laughs> we're just like, go away. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, but, the um, next time we're going to make sure that Endgame does not let the DJs in or doesn't let them start until ten, which is when the DJs are supposed to start. They're supposed right. to start at ten when it's twenty one and plus twenty one plus. Um, but for some reason, they started early. And apparently, one hundred twenty decibels plus two. Is yeah, fucking it was loud. obnoxious. It was super obnoxious. Yeah, but I mean, it went smooth. Like literally, after a point, it was just kind of like. Look up at the the board. How are we doing? Okay, a few matches left. Talk to people. Look at the board again. Less matches left. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like which is good. I mean, we've got really great people working working for us. Yeah, and Andrew and Bernardo were <laughs> had a hearty laugh when I handed them their pay in fifty one dollar bills. Oh yeah, <laughs> they got the stripper pay, dude. We, the end game ran out of change. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Oh, they took it well. So I'll make it rain up in here. But uh, I mean, Bernardo and Andrew did did phenomenal. They're great tos. Arizona has a great has great tos. Um, Good organizational scene. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Ray was awesome on the stream. He's working on uploading our vods to YouTube right now of that event, um, which I have them too. Yes. Did you bring that hard? I didn't. I was in my laptop bag. I thought it was in my other bag, but I didn't move it over last night. So okay. Um, but yeah, I mean. For us, a lot of it is just getting the right people and then sitting back and letting them do the work. And that's that's been really great to just talk to these guys and just sit, they say, let us just do whatever we need to do. And you guys, you know, you guys market it. You talk to people. You arrange the logistics. And that's what we do. And it worked out really well. So mm-hmm. we're going to keep doing that. Um, Bernardo, I don't think, is going to be TOing the next Melee event. I think Andrew and possibly Forte Freak. Chris Bell, who oh, lives Chris in Bell. Tucson. Well, he was a boss. I liked him a lot. Yeah, he's a super he was, cool guy. He, he got, like, what, fourth place? He got fourth place. He's a guy in red. Yeah. Oh, yeah no, I know who he is. I, just, I knew he placed. I couldn't remember what place he was. So. Yeah. He ended up bringing some outside food in. 
Oh, he's breaking the rules. It wasn't that, that wasn't a rule last time. No, there's a sign on the door now, and if there's a sign on the door, it's lava land. I, whatever, I brought Saloon in style. an outside drink. Well, water bottles, I think, don't Get count. Powerade, son. Oh, shit. Um, breaking all the rules. Shout, shout out to uh, VTS, by the way. Yeah, he's just moved here from Arkansas and took second place. Last Saturday, he told me, took second place, real cool guy, getting his pilot's license. Mm -hmm. He, I don't know, he would come up and he would talk to me after a point. He's got that that Arkansas hospitality. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was a really cool guy and he (laughs) He played super well. He he played uh, played very well. So he's definitely a huge new threat in Arizona and we're glad to have him and he'll be here for at least a year or two, I think, while he's working on his pilot's license. A year and a half is what he's doing. Arizona better watch out. Time to step up the game. People are coming. <laughs> From all around. Alright, so newsy things. Do we want to talk about the Texas Pool Party Throwdown? I don't know what that is. Did so. you guys hear about this? Is that where they, like, all the cops just, like, whipped out a gun on all those people? And- well, so, essentially, um, in Texas, I was believe it was in McKinley, Texas, there was a... The police were called to a disturbance um, where... Essentially, a bunch of black youths had shown up and were having a pool party in this private in this private pool in a neighborhood. Um, and it wasn't on like someone's house property, but it was the community pool. And I guess someone was throwing a birthday party and invited them. And this is a predominantly white neighborhood, and so there was all these problems apparently with like like the, no one really knows the details at all. But essentially, uh, a fight broke out between like a couple of white girls and some black girls and then the police were called and the police showed up and they just started like there's one dude who has like had the spotlight put on him and he was like like running around trying to like basically like arresting every single person he could find swearing at at all the kids yelling at them and all this craziness and at one point he um there there he got into an altercation with a 15 year old girl who was black who uh basically he told her to walk away and she wouldn't leave. He was telling everyone, leave the premise. You're not supposed to be here. You guys need to leave. And they wouldn't leave. And then finally she walked away, but I guess she may have said something to him that was offensive or something. And he grabbed her and, and arrested her and she resisted arrest. So he threw her on the ground and like, you know, threw her on her face, knelt on her, on her neck, like put her, like did the whole thing. Um, and then a bunch of guys came over and tried to get him off her. So he pulled his gun out because they were going to attack him. And then they ran away. So it's turned into, of course, another huge media sensation where people are talking about how all cops are racist and this was all racially motivated <laughs> and, and oh, all this man. shit. And it was another predominantly white neighborhood, like white city that, like, you know, that it's like 11% of the population is black. Don't resist. So just if someone tells you to leave, just fucking leave. If it's a police officer and you are on property that you do not own and they say you need to go now, you leave. What if it's a community pool? But it's community pool that's owned by an association that if they want you to leave, you have to respect that. Well, but they were there invited by a member of that association. A member of the community invited them to the pool. I don't, I still feel like if a police officer is telling you, you have to leave. Yeah. (laughs) More often than not, unless it's like your own house, I would take no chances with that. There's no reason, like why take the risk? You know, so that's provoking, I feel, more than it is... Like, I don't know. Well, they, I don't feel like if, standing... if they believe it's their right that they have a right to be there because they're invited by someone else who lives in the area and it's his right to invite them in. That's like saying, like, well, you need to vacate because the other white people, like, I'm a tenant, you're a tenant, 
I want them. I want you here, Addison. Steve wants you gone. And so Steve no, calls the police. <laughs> well, but I'm saying, like, I don't see how he has more right until you leave than I am saying until he's, like, we should stay, you know? But I, I invited you to I this understand area. that reasoning, but I, I don't know. I guess it depends on who called the police in, right? And what was the state... Were they being loud? Were they being obnoxious? Were they causing a ruckus to the point where someone could reasonably make a noise complaint or something? Like, there, there's a lot... Like Steve said, we don't know the details. Yeah. For me, I look at it as if I am somewhere... That is not my own property. And a police officer comes up to me and says, you need to leave. 100% leaving. Yeah. I'm just going to go. Don't say shit. Just be like, all right, see ya. <laughs> I don't want any trouble. Yeah. So, and there's so much that's unknown about this. A lot of people are saying that this was racially motivated because it was a predominantly white neighborhood. And they do. And like you saw, like, there was definitely like, there is a videotape, like a videotape fight between a white family and a black like and some black kid when when did this happen like a week ago like a week ago yeah i I thought i saw something like this it's gotten to the point where this shit is showing up so much i don't care anymore yeah it shows up in like my little facebook trending issues feed i'm just like this shit again yeah don't care anymore there's one of the things i found interesting about it is that like people are you know there's a lot of people who are commenting on it on facebook of course and they're saying things like like one of the things they're doing is um talking major shit about the cop calling him a dumbass and that he's stupid and like they're making fun of him because in the video you see him like a fight breaks out like far away and he runs past and he's like move move get out of the way and he trips and he does like a barrel roll to like recover out of the trip and keep running and so like people are saying that he like did a, a they're claiming tactical roll they're like for he tactical don't <laughs> roll for no reason and what a fucking idiot this guy was but like you can hear in the video there's a kid videotaping it and like he picks up the guy's flashlight and he's like shit dude the guy like obviously he fell he, he dropped took, his flashlight he fucking spilled, and yeah. he like took his fly, the flashlight back to the cop and like and that guy resigned now like he because he got so much he was the one who was getting all the heat yeah. he's the guy who ended up arresting the young black girl and I think what makes people really angry is that he was really forceful with this black girl and with this young girl, regardless there, of who the girl no, was. There's no, like, rules when it comes to that. If you are resisting arrest, unfortunately, they're allowed to do whatever they want to make you comply. Within reason. Not, they can't do chokeholds, well, like, stuff like that. They can't well, break they, your they spine. they can do, like, sort of chokeholds that are basically chokeholds, but not by the definition of loss, so they don't get in trouble, yeah. you see. There's always a way around. That's the problem. And yes, they have to follow force continuum. They can't just like you're resisting arrest. Get in the fucking cop car and pull yeah. a gun on you. But they can beat the shit out of you, basically. <laughs> if you're not going to comply, and you're going to actively resist arrest. So on that baton, just don't do it. If they say get on the ground, just fucking get on the ground. You gain nothing by thinking that you can stand your ground and win anything. Blue your pride. Yeah, there was uh, there were there are uh, there were a lot of kids because they were there for a birthday party, and there were some young black kids who were like. They were sitting there like, officer, can we please just go? We just came here for a birthday party. We didn't do anything wrong. And apparently, like, what had happened was he told they told everyone to, like, get over the side of the street. And they and these kids ran. And he was like, no, you fucking tried to run. So you're going to sit here and you're going to deal with the consequences. Because I told you to go over there and you tried to run away. So now you're going to fucking sit here. And you could be over with everybody else who is not going to get in trouble. But now you're in trouble because you ran from the cops. Go run. You know? So he was Comply. a little he was a little high horsey, I he's, think. He, I mean, he's a cop and he's a Texas cop. So yeah. A former, a former naval, Navy veteran, too. Well, or a the Navy triple veteran. threat. <laughs> yeah. 
Right? So, so a former Navy veteran. I lost that cross a long time ago. <laughs> but but um, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's just more cop dash. There is the media. nothing you can do as a civilian to prevent an overzealous cop from doing whatever he wants, pretty much. Until he actually hurts someone. And then this shit happens. But... If someone, if a cop comes at you and it looks like he's got a vendetta and he just wants to cause you problems, just go with it. Just record it, eat it, and get him fired. Yep. Yeah, just record, and it's not illegal to record police interaction. That's actually a law that says you are able to record. It is your right to record every the interaction problem, with the police. Though, with that though, is that it is a very new law. Yeah, <laughs> that has not existed for a long time. For a long time, it was actually. Uh, illegal to record police interactions because you are infringing on their free speech if they don't want to be recorded. But they don't really get that right as an agent of the law. Like, yeah. You are allowed to... They are monitored and dealt with in the public eye. They're not allowed to be above scrutiny. So... Yeah. So, that's uh, your latest uh, race in America thing. Let's do, let's do the gun question of the week. Gun question of the week. So, if I go into a bank... Am I allowed to carry a gun? In Arizona, the only time you cannot bring a gun into an establishment is A, if they have an AR-30-06 sign posted that explicitly says, and and it's enforced by Arizona, no, you cannot bring a weapon in here. And it's not just firearms, it's weapons. No knives, no anything, which I sort of break that rule all the time, but it's a utility knife, so. Yeah. Or if you are carrying into a bar or a place that serves alcohol and imbibe that alcohol. Mm-hmm. You can't go into a bar period with a gun if you don't have your CCW permit. If you do have your CCW, you can go into a bar provided that you do not drink. So, But other than that, in Arizona, because we have constitutional carry and we have, which means that you are allowed to open carry without restriction unless explicitly, like it's opt out basically, instead of opt into being able to carry a gun here, you have to explicitly state that you can't. Mm-hmm. With the exception of alcohol establishments. So I was it. at a bank the other day and I, I looked and did not see a sign that said no firearms. Then you can go in there. So I was curious if I, I could guess bring there's a gun also there. like I don't federal, have a gun, but if I did. federal <laughs> building rules too, but those change a lot. Yeah. Like even now they're changing there's a law up at the federal level to allow people to carry on to like army engineer Water sanitation land or some shit. I don't really know. Like, guns why are not that? prohibited. They are not allowed on the premises, but guns are allowed in the bathrooms. Interesting. So, all right. Um, should we talk FIFA a little bit? Have you been following the FIFA corruption scandal, Ken? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that guy resigned. The head Mr. FIFA Blatter. Guy, Mr. Blatter. Tell us a little bit about it. Tell us what you know. Because I followed it vaguely, but all I know is well, corruption FBI, in a well, massive organization. Well, F- so this is the FBI. Deflate gate. <laughs> the FBI is doing investigations on, on CONCAF, which is the Central American, like... Peruvian donor. Well, it's like the North. It's like Central America, North America, something like Soccer Confederation. So, like, CONCAF. It, Football. I'm, I'm can, missing something. Okay. Football. No, you're right. That's what the F is. No, so, that's why I was... Confederation of Football. So, anyway, long story short, it's the... Because the FIFA divides um, the world into regions. So you've got like the Europe, European region, like the Asian region. So CONCAF is basically like North America down to below and like some yeah Central America. So uh, they were FBI was just doing a bunch of like white collar like laundering and corruption probes and mm-hmm. just had made a case and basically like the head of the CONCAF 
FIFA branch basically was, I guess, had taken like tons and tons of bribes. And so, what, to never let Americans win soccer? Well, America just sucks at soccer, but it's just... <laughs> no, corruption! America's the best number one America! Uh, America. <laughs> FIFA is just... No, well, FIFA, like, people will tell you, like, FIFA's so corrupt. Yeah. Like, even just giving Qatar, like, a lot of people are saying that they got each of the judge, each of the panels there got, like, $10 million, probably from Russia, to give Qatar the World Cup, even though Qatar is the probably the least suitable place to hold a major sporting event That's in the to world. Say, Qatar is Do you want to Cup? play soccer in oil? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Qatar. So, so Do you want terrorism rampant in your country? Welcome, Welcome to, to Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> That's the Qatar marketing I can see it. This is one guy who's like, "Welcome to Qatar." <laughs> Qatar, it just sounds. Do like you a want space the total quality. elimination of free speech? Welcome, Welcome to Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. So, anyways, so massive bribes and yeah. So there's a lot of corruption. Like one dude, his son, and then his other son, and his other son that works there, all were like taking bribes and stuff. So the, the, runs on the family. That, yeah, I basically did a probe and. They had like ten to twelve people that they basically placed charges on on corruption, and were they like unleashed it all at once. And this was right before the FIFA was having their elections for the president. So the current president is like was Blatter, Seppi Blatter, and basically like septic Blatter. Yeah, I was gonna say septic Blatter. Um, a lot of people believe that like you know corruption starts with him too, and like he's been a big top down corrupto. Maybe not. He has like. I don't know if there's any proof that he has, you know, joined in on it, but he but probably knew about know. it and didn't. Long story short, he's just a really way. bad person. He's not good for FISWA. And he's just like typical, like really old, like Sith man. Like if you look at him, he's like short. Palpatine. He's short, bald. He's like at that he's got like that Jew ring on the top where the he's like the fryer thing going on. Oh, the fryer Where like just the back here has hair, but the So top Patrick is bald. Stewart. But like long, but like The Skullet. Oh Jesus. It's really the Skullet, yeah, yeah the Skullet. Yeah, balding in the front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Age in the front, but he's like short, old, and basically he's like, I'm gonna die in like five years. I need money. Yeah, basically like the Palpatine song. Someone so, put the dollar bills in my boat and then burn them. <laughs> I'll take them to the afterlife. But yeah, he they they watched the probe, and so the FBI released all their findings. Well, basically, they didn't even. It's not like. The news of the public, Just but annihilated. Well, the his news picked up. Well, basically. because they were trying to get people to be extradited, because a lot of these officials are from other countries. Of course. So, they like are. South Africa, there's a lot of South Africans in there. Some people from uh, a lot of the African countries, even like lower ends of Europe. So they were, they're saying like, well, we have like we know that this guy has corruption and bribes, and we want to try him in the U.S. because it dealt with U.S. money. It yeah. dealt bribes to Concaf, so. It's kind of like they're like our territory, so it was like a whole thing because everyone's like, the "U.S. is sending out requests like extra this maybe these people, this maybe let me give us the person so we can try him," you know. And well, you uh, think they'd want to comply, but I how many a lot of them did. did good? That's kind of new. <laughs> when a, when we have a legitimate case against someone, and we want an extradition. That that's kind of new. That's because everyone knows FIFA's corrupt and everyone hates them. Well, good. I so, hate FIFA just. <laughs> I mean, some stars. some people obviously didn't comply. You know, you got a lot of high level officials like. His like allegations are false or whatever, but yes, I need to keep bribing cameras <laughs> when I stay in the bracket. The FBI probe is Welcome to Qatar. <laughs> but the FBI probe is ongoing, and so this all happened during like Seppi Blatter's 
re-election, re-election campaign. And he ended up winning again, though, which is the worst part. Welcome to FIFA. He literally won, Soccer. and then he resigned two days later. I, nah. he's like, I just wanted to shot Basically, he's basically just like, fuck you guys, I can resign whenever I want, or I can win if I wanted to, because they are trying to, like the US was backing like Prince Ali or something like that. Fabulous <laughs> Ali, Ali Ababa. I'm sure it's like Anyway, so yeah, so he so, lost. Because, like, the FIFA people will, like, vote among themselves, and the whole place is just corrupted, so. Yeah. But it was a blood of FIFA, and any blood of FIFA is a win for, like... American football, the real football. Justice. The That's true it. football. <laughs> the real pigskin. The pig one skin. true football. <laughs> All right. I'd say that... Let's talk geek stuff, because we have to talk about Fallout 4! I was so psyched. War. Fucking tr- War never changes. War. Welcome oh, to the <laughs> <laughs> ID tag guns and ID tag soldiers. So, um, yeah, Fallout 4 is announced, and it's coming. Well, it's so coming do we fast. know it's Fallout 4? Because it just was a Fallout-themed trailer. Mm, it's gotta be Fallout 4. Well, it could be like Fallout New Vegas 2 Isometric Stratagar Edition. Well, I suppose. So, was New Vegas technically Fallout 4? No, New Vegas was a standalone expansion for Fallout 3. Ah, okay. I think. Otherwise, it's just like a spinoff game. Like, it's not a main sequence game. Yeah, it's not like an actual four. But it would give the treatment for a main sequence game. It looks looks like it's going to be like an actual Fallout game. It looks like it's going to follow. It's going to, like, progress the story more. It very specifically deals with, like, especially in the trailer, they show the... You see, like, all of the people... The beginning part of it, which always seems like the most interesting... Because you never really get to see much of it except for in, like, yeah. uh, like Operation Anchorage or whatever, one of the expansions for Fallout 3 where you're just in, like, a hollow hologram version of the old days. Mm-hmm. And people are just, like, you're like, holy shit, it's... I'm back in 1950s or whatever. But you're just like, wait, wasn't there a thermonuclear war? <laughs> but it looks like it's going to be good. I am... Terrified to see what the specs are going to be for, oh <laughs> for my that God, game. to run it on PC. Yeah. You will be able to run it, and probably I, only you. I don't know about that, but at least on higher levels, you're just you're, well. You're getting a 970, 980, 90, yeah, 980. That's a ways away until they charge me for my CPAP machine. Since the thing is so, so fucking expensive, but yeah, I'll be excited. I mean, we're we're finally at the point where the graphics card I have is on the recommended list for games that are coming out. Yeah. That's how I know I need to upgrade <laughs> someday. Yeah, I mean, you. I just got that seven seventy from you. Was it a seven seventy? Yeah. Are was, you sure? Yeah. Was it that good? Damn. If we're gonna well, give no, me, it was just... gonna be a seven sixty, but it, it was a seven seventy instead. Okay. I could never remember. Yeah. I've I you know I've cycled through like three graphics cards in like two years or something. I can't remember who they all went to and shit, but... Look at all that red someone needs to delete. Yeah, I've got... My shit is full. Christ. Yeah, my my terabyte drive on my computer is starting to get... I only have like a hundred Oh, 760. Left. Never mind. I thought 760. That's what I thought. I thought it was 770. No, I mean, well... Maybe we were thinking 750. Much, there's not much of a difference between 760 and 770, to be honest. I'm, maybe we were looking at a 750 and we got a 760 instead. Yeah. Either but regardless, way. like, I have a 760, and yeah, I already feel like it's somewhat, like, like I can't no, play that, Grand Theft Auto on the highest settings. Well, but you can't play Grand Theft Auto on the highest settings with 
like a Titan Black X. Or yeah, it needs four gigabytes of dedicated video memory to play on apps. That's why highest. I keep getting four gig cards because. And that's why I'm glad I didn't buy a console, because they, they will not be able to upscale for that, but games that are coming out, if you want to play them on good graphics, you're going to need 4 gigs of VRM, so... Yeah, maybe I should just buy another 760 and slide them together. You might want to look at that versus um, just getting an outright better card, because sometimes you actually get better performance out of just jumping up a bracket on a single card instead of sliding. Yeah. Because sliding, actually, you get micro stutter with sliding, which... Could be really annoying, and you need the power for it. I don't. I don't what kind of PSU do you have? Uh, 160 watts or something? No. Let's, no, 600 watts. 600 yeah, it's watts. like this isn't like 1994. Yeah, like the Dell computer I had 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 600 watts. That I mean, you need. I need like 750 for a 980. Yeah, my 770 works fine on on what I have. But, anyways, it's. I I really I want to see actual gameplay for that game before I get ultimate hyped about it but the trailer it's Bethesda I love Bethesda the trailer was great so see the trailer was really good and the graphics on the trailer were good but I don't feel like they were un- unreachable like you look at the graphics for the Grand Theft Auto 5 trailer and it's like 4k everything's crazy maxed out I feel like I might reasonably be able to play Fallout 4 on the recommended settings or whatever like the higher not absolute peak best but high the higher setting. Yeah. Like, at least to be able to have the graphics that are in the trailer. I think I could pull that off. Well, it'll just be nice to have a Fallout game that's actually in HD that the ground textures don't look like fucking Morrowind for. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like, every, every now and then I'll try and go back and play New Vegas or Fallout 3, I'm just like, this just looks like shit. Like, I have it on max everything. And it's just super gray it's and super gritty, and the colors. textures are, like, even at the highest... Uh, graphics, you can still like see pixels. Even when I have like sixteen times AA on, it's just kind of like, well, you know, yeah, this isn't fun to play. It looks like garbage, and I've played it a thousand times already. There's no, there's no like mod pack for like Skyrim where it's like turn yeah. this into a completely new game. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's gonna be fun. I hope that more information for that comes out. I guess it will. E three up on E three. Yeah, E3. we have got two weeks to E three. I think. Which I think uh, we should June sixteenth to the eighteenth, so it is next the middle of next week. Yeah. Why the fuck would they do it on those days? I don't know, but uh, well, shit. The conferences will probably happen while we're all at work. But I was gonna say we should get together and watch the conferences and record do a recording for them. I don't know. I've ever really cared about E three that much, to be honest. I remember watching E3 the conferences back in the day. Stuff. Yeah. Like, I liked watching some trailers for games I want from E3, but I never sat there and watched, like, hmm, Nintendo's whole presentation. I'm guaranteed to love everything in this. Oh, wait. Only 2% of it matters. Well, I feel like you always have to deal, like, oh, who won the conference, stuff like that. And all that stuff just seems so pointless to me. Yeah, considering it, they all lose to PCs, it doesn't really matter. So. I remember in middle school being super focused on E3, and this was back when it was still hard to watch the full videos on, like... like on a 56K modem. Well, yeah, like, video streaming wasn't, like, the thing, so you had to, like, get, you know, your copy of EGM, Electronic Gaming <laughs> Monthly, and that's where you got your review at and yeah. stuff. But, um... I, I do remember watching them. Back then, I remember caring a lot. I watched the entire conference. Now, I have not seen anything at a conference, in, at an E3 conference, from any developer in several, in at least two or three years that gets me super excited. Well, that's that's the thing, is because with the advent of the internet, they don't need 
this one big physical showcase to show that shit off. When you want to release a trailer, you just release it and people get hyped for it. Yeah. Amazing! Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> how that works. And with the, you know, with the Twitch era and stuff like that, like, it's, uh, I don't know, it's like, anything I want to see, I don't have to wait for E3, I can just see it whenever I want to. I mean, they still wait to show some stuff at E3 because it is still, like, the big, as they say, electronic entertainment expo. Like, it still is the sort of, like, Cannes film festival-y kind of thing yeah. where... It's the big nexus where all that stuff meets, but I can't think of a single game <coughs> coming out this year that I super care about, that I like need to see more of, because I don't think Fallout 4 is going to come out this year. It may, but I don't know that they would do that, because they're still trying to port shitty ass should forget that I just that feel like those big game announcements have stopped and dreaming for a while, because I always feel like they've all like underdelivered. Yeah, every time because oh, they do, and every because every time it's and then something. I train starts coming up, and then everyone's like, "Oh!" And then you like you let it simmer for two weeks. You're like, "Oh yeah, there's like all these bugs, and it's half the game it should be." And well, <laughs> that's why I'm sure Battlefront's going to be a fucking nightmare. It's going to be such a shit game. Yeah. So, are you excited about uh, the new Tom Clancy Rainbow Six at all? Siege. Yeah, I've they, I've seen beta gameplay for it. It's not. It's kind of just like a shit. Counter-Strike, if you ask me. It seems... like If they wanted to make it rad... Because the problem is, I have a lot of experience on those games from my youth, when they were hard. Like, where you had the... no, Your map was literally just a map of waypoints, and you didn't know where anyone was, you didn't know where your own team was, you didn't know where enemies (laughs) were. You had to actually be able to have the visual acuity to differentiate between them. Right? Like, I remember being a kid and playing it on my fucking N64, the hardest way to play that um, game, where I would have the heartbeat uh, sensor out. And that's the only thing that ever gave you the ability to, like, see where other players were aside from just seeing them. And I'd go to rooms, and sometimes I would queue up my dudes to go in from the other side and forget. And I'd walk in and be like, there's people! <laughs> I'd just, like, murder half of my own team and be like, fuck you! Know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucked that up. But you can see everyone on your team as a white outline through the the map now. Mm-hmm. And the map shows where our enemies are. And you have little robots that you can drive around and just see where people are. Like They made it easy mode because they want a competitive 5 versus 5 shooter to enter that space. But that space is pretty full. Like, yeah. It's just the same thing as Heroes of the Storm. Like You have just like taken a kayak into the ocean where it's filled with a whole bunch of dreamliners. You're just a... You, well, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. Freaking like got so upset because totally it was <laughs> there. Well, I mean, they got money from Valve for Dota, so they can't be that upset. But it certainly they made missed more the money for. Well, yeah. they did. They missed yeah. the boat, man. But no one could have saw that coming. Like that, I feel mm. like that was a Dota was pretty. Dota had a huge following, but it wasn't the biggest competitive game at the time. Is the thing now? It is unquestionably. I still think well, Wall's probably bigger. Oh well, yeah, I was about to say Disneyland. Dota, yeah, Disney Dota, Dota. Bigger, which is ripped off of because like the person that made Law was was one of the people who originally did the maps yeah. for Dota All Stars. Yep. Yeah, and then I believe Han is similar. The people that made although Han's apparently a shit show now, but <laughs> yeah, well, the people that made Han actually went 
back to make Dota. So, like, Ice Frog was the main guy who made Dota. The mysterious, no, probably doesn't exist, and it's just Gabe. New I, don't, Ice Frog. <laughs> I don't even think he made it, but he was the one that made it what it was. Like, I think well, he, he, he took up the map from, uh, like, Ginsu, I think was the guy's name. And Dota All-Stars map, and he's just like, I'm gonna balance this and make, like, terrifyingly small well, back in the day there was other games like, like Tides of Blood I don't know if you guys remember that game I, I vaguely do I remember playing the Starcraft 2 Dota which I uh, something yeah, radical something of the storm Riders of the Storm or something like that know. Yeah, it was super fun when we played but, but. <laughs> yeah so the Ice Frog mate joined like Han and then something happened there and then like I was like yeah Ice Frog want to make Dota 2 like, like real Dota because like Han couldn't use this like all of Vaughn's characters are not even had close. to be made from they're like completely well no they're they're cop they're copies of Dota heroes but they're like models and everything completely different whereas like the Dota two heroes are literally the same hero they literally have the exact same <laughs> name like their names are the same except for a couple of them which you know Blizzard was like read copyrighted like Pudge and stuff like no that. not even Pudge like stitches um, but um they did that. Well, the the Blizzard one is Stitches, as Steve told me on the... Yeah, but that wasn't his original or whatever. Um, I think it was. No, Stitches they, has always been a named character in the Warcraft, the Warcraft lore. Warcraft lore, but not in, not in Dota. Well, his character model was this was a Stitches model. Right, but I'm saying, like, you didn't call him Stitches in, in the Dota. No, in the original Dota, I don't know. Pudge, it was Pudge, yeah. Was it always Pudge? Pudge? Like, even guys like Azalor, like, even things like Darkseer, like, all those names have stayed. The only ones I didn't say were, like, Wraith. He originally was called Skeletal King. Yeah. Because he also originally was a Skeletal King. But they, they, <laughs> Blizzard for was like, that's copyrighted. And then Wind, <laughs> the Skeletal King is ours. And then Windranger was copyrighted. So they turned her to Windrunner. Windrunner, yeah. And then, no, no Wind, what? it was Windrunner and she changed to Windranger. One of those two. She's Wind, she's Windranger now. Is she that? Okay, yeah. whatever. And then, I then, believe so. It used to be Nicolite. And that's Nicosos. So they, they had a couple of them. Lord Beard time. <sighs> yeah, a lot of companies are trying to jump on other boats, and it's one Ranger now. Lirelai. Let's see. Uh, Wind Ranger was known as Lyria the Windrunner. Lyria Windrunner is a character from the Warcraft universe. Her name was changed to Wind Ranger, likely to avoid copyright issues. Yep. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was reading other people. Who like on the Dota forums who are bashing on here's the storm? I'm like, this is everything I said. Shared levels, shared gold, no items, or no, not even gold, just no items. Like, what sort of communist fucking bullshit Dota is this? That, well, everyone has fun, exactly... everyone wins. Addison. No, <laughs> someone must lose. Someone, and someone must feel it. So the fall of America. You have to reward skill both within the team and as a team, right? Like. I'm not that great, so I'm almost consistently underleveled. So it's up to me to spend the time and effort to get those levels back, right? It, I shouldn't be the same level as Ken, who's got way more CS and he's doing better than I am. Yeah. Like, it's not fair. I feel like that's less fair than trying to be fair. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. I'll never play it. I'll, especially because I don't want to have to pay for my heroes. Which is why I'll never yeah. also play LOL. That's one of the best things about Dota is all heroes are free. There are there are heroes I've never played on Dota to this day. There are uh, most yeah, of the heroes right. in Dota I've never played. I, so. There's a couple here left. <coughs> I haven't played for sure. I'd have to go through, but uh, I think there's Not at many, least... Ooh, I mean, what, there's over 100 heroes? 110. 110. I feel like I've played 50, but I might be totally wrong. 
I've never played Lich. I know. I don't know. It's a long list to go. Through. <laughs> I was gonna say. I know. I've never played Lich. There's one. <laughs> Oracle. I just play. I did play Enchantress once. Suck dick with her. She's my fave. She's really good, but she's really hard to play. Um, let's see. So I found this interesting thing. It's just kind of random. It's called the Internet Adventure Club, and it was a thirty-five dollar Kickstarter that these guys did. And basically, they are a peop- They are some guys on- who are doing a YouTube series called Internet Adventure Club, and you can. Um, you can like go go to their website, and what it is is they have a Kickstarter, and the Kickstarter was for thirty five dollars. But if you donate to the Kickstarter, they will come to your city and do a thing that you tell them to do in in your city. So like you can be like, hey, here's ten dollars if you come to my city. Like you like come and play Super Smash Brothers in my city, and like there's like all these random things like paddle down the Colorado River, uh, down into the down Grand into Canyon. the Grand Canyon. Um, Go to Vegas, walk down the Las Vegas Strip, and collect as many escort cards as you can. And go to the cheapest roulette and start with the minimal bet amount. See how much you, <laughs> you can get until you go bust. You guys want to see some titties? Yeah. Titties! Titties, huh? Explore an abandoned gold mine. And so there's just these guys who are traveling around the United States, and they've been given money from people to, like, do these random tasks. And it's called Internet Adventure Club. So I thought it was kind of cool. That's a pretty interesting idea. Just, like... It, we're in a world weird new age where people are, are like on mass willing to subsidize other people's existence, and I really don't like it. Like people are doing uh, GoFundmes and shit that are like, "Help me pay off the mortgage on my house," and it's working. Yeah. Well, there's people who are like who have paid for their entire college education that way. I hate that though. I don't. That I wish sucks. I was that person. Well, I should have been smart. I should have thought about that. <laughs> But the thing is, you can still do it now. You you probably have a decent chance of success as long as you can make your story savvy enough. Like, yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's good for people, though. The people who are doing it. Like, yes, you mitigate a financial burden, but you can't like do your whole life that way. Yeah. Eventually, <laughs> you have to learn how to work. Yeah. And what it means to be poor, and how that like sometimes you'll work and you still won't make it and get what you want. Life yeah. sucks. It's hard. Well, I mean, that's and then you die. Love, poverty, and war. The three things that one must experience to be a man. <laughs> Says who? Um, it's some Spanish guy. I can't remember his name. <laughs> some Spanish guy. No, it's the, it's the name of a Christopher Hitchens book, but it's the title is based off of a like poem slash dissertation from like a Spanish philosopher who's like I guess felt like his life was the fullest it possibly could be, and those were the three areas where he experienced things that he think rounded him out as a person. So I'll have to look at that more in depth. But yeah. um, so Chrome is going to intelligently pause non-essential Flash content. Can you intelligently pause every fucking Flash ad, please? <laughs> That's at second zero. Because that would be all I need from you. Well, they are working on a thing right now where Google Ads will still play, unfortunately. But yeah, of course they will. surprise, bro. But um, the article I read about this was was interesting. So Chrome is a very resource hungry browser. Oh yeah, Ooh, um, it uses it a lot of, of resources, and a lot of that is attributed to Flash content that comes up. And Flash is being phased out in favor of HTML5. Um, <coughs> but H, but Flash content still exists all over the internet, and it slows down web browsing. So what they are doing, well, and it's also like dreadfully insecure. And so what they're doing is they are. Uh, they're inputting a thing that will let you intelligently pause uh, flash content on a website. So it's, if it's not essential, basically if it's not an ad and if it won't directly affect your experience, it automatically pauses it. For so you. that's a super dangerous assumption to make, though, because ads are not essential. 
ads are a fucking waste of time and ruin my web browsing experience, oh, but now they're essential content. Lies. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> that's you, true. Chrome. Ads are the worst, and, and we know this. But that's uh, it's it's specifically Google ads because that's where Google makes its money is Google AdSense, right? So they're, they're creating a thing that will pause every ad, but Google, but Google ads. ads that yeah, like it's that's That actually seems like super illegal somehow. Or at least very not in the spirit of net neutrality. Like, why? I think you that be the website to... can choose whether or not to let it work or something like that. Well, I but would then imagine. every website would opt out, and it's a pointless feature. So, yeah. there's going to be something about it that's mandatory. There's there's certain websites like when I'm surfing on at work, like looking up events and stuff like that for my job. There will be websites I'll go to that have so much flash that, like, I put the link in, and I'm like, well, better wait for at least a minute while all this stuff is like, golf, 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 golf. Just turn like, fucking uh, JavaScript off and I'll load it real quick then. Yeah. And so, like, garbage. <laughs> like, welcome to the 1992. So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting that they're doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's Google. They're, they're always going to make interesting little gadgets and I just wish they would focus more on optimizing Chrome than like the thing that I hate the most and it happens to me all the time is I'll be reading an article on Chrome on my phone but when I get out of Chrome to go to my email or something and I come back to Chrome it reloads the entire page why? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Cache the fucking page. You know exactly where I'm at. I can see where I'm at as you're reloading the page. (laughs) Would you just stay there? Yeah. They do it to free up memory, and it's like, okay, well, if you need that much fucking memory usage, figure out places in your functionality that you can free up memory, right? Don't ruin my user experience because your your browser is ruining my phone battery. Like, I don't know. It's no. pissing me off. So, more gaming news. Lucas is confirmed for June 14th next week. Yeah. He returns as some Waldo's favorite character from Brawl. My favorite. Are you going to be picking him up? Well, of course I am. Are you going to be playing shit out of him and actually like taking him as a main as you once did? <laughs> well, it, my main really matter if I ever competed, so no. But I will play him a lot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played since I um, got Mewtwo and then played like three games against bots with Mewtwo. Well, we got like, I you got Mewtwo and then we ended up, that was during the time period where we were playing a lot and then we've just been playing Dota ever since. So what about you, Ken? Are you going to play him at all? Do you think he's interesting? Would, I've never really liked Ness or Lucas. As I hate Ness. I love just Lucas. the way they play. <laughs> welcome to Guitar Beam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frozen. Welcome to Guitar Beam. He's strong. I wouldn't play them, but that's just me. Yeah, wow. it's pretty interesting. I'm wondering if we're going to get new content every two months like this because Mewtwo is April 17th. <laughs> Ness or Lucas is June 14th. We so I wonder if every two months they're going two months they're going to drop a new character. Nah. Uh, they would have announced it by now. How how long in advance did they announce Lucas? It wasn't Only after Mewtwo. No, it was after. It was Mewtwo. before Mewtwo. I think it was after. No, it was way before. It was way before. Was it? Yeah, I I read about both of those on the Smash subreddit before Mewtwo came out. Hmm. They had both of the like challenger approaching trailers for them. Yeah, but they. I mean, the theory is the next two are going to be Ryu from Street Fighter and Roy because they found like uh, sound files for them. In yeah. the games, because people, I'll never understand that. Like, because I can't do it, even though I know exactly what they're doing, right? Because yeah. I I work with computers, but I'm just 
I've never been so passionate about something that I take it home, and instead of putting the disc in my Wii U to play, I'm like, time to break this bitch in half. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, crack it open and suck the marrow of it in daytime. <laughs> the fires, you know? Like, yeah. And then paints through each line, each <laughs> succulent line. I listen to every sound file. Who is this? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm just not uh, that passionate about like anything. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'll be excited. I, I, I mean, I, I hope Ryu does show up because guess what? His Smash is just going to be Ultimate Hadoken. Yeah. Just be like, oh, Hadoken. Come here, come here, come here. <laughs> But obviously he's not like thematically appropriate. I don't feel since he's not a Nintendo character yeah. at all. I mean, it's no, Capcom it character. Like, yeah. you know, I want Dante and Virgil. I think Dante would be really cool. I want Snake back as well. Yeah, bring Snake back. <laughs> well, give me Otacon. The thing is, we you need Snake and you need another character for Metal Gear Solid. Revolver Ocelot could be the pain. Probably not though, because they. I feel like they shy away from actual like guns. Right, they have laser yeah. guns and snake heads with explosives. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Is it would have to be either Raiden or like Liquid for some reason. Uh, Raiden would be cool. Raiden would be fucking insanity. He'd just be another Marth, though. Like, yeah, foot blade Marth. I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like grab it and be like, see, it's like well, it should, it should, uh, it should be Vamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, now you can see it. <laughs> um. Dark Souls 3 was announced. Really? I actually coming, did not hear about this at all. Like, coming early 2016. We don't know anything about it except that it's probably coming early 2016. Mm. It's going to be another mm. um, another Dark Souls game. It will be fun. One thing I wanted to say about my week that I forgot about and that is pertinent to this. I went down the fucking Bloodborne rabbit hole. Really? There is a dude, and I will link you guys to the document because it's actually super interesting. Who literally wrote like a ninety-page dissertation on the lore and connections for all the characters for Bloodborne? Holy shit! Like just how they all connect to each yeah, other. Yeah, because I mean, no one knows what the story's about. Of course you not. Even get to the end, and you're just like, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> yeah. like, like you, you never know with those games. This guy's just been here the whole time, and now I'm fighting him, and he's been like my friend. And why? Like, but the ideas, because it's very like. Lovecraftian, yeah, right. Like I don't know if you've seen a lot of the enemies, but almost all of them, after a point, are like squid-headed fucking terror demons and shit. Like, but just looking at the ideas that he presents, and then having watched the entire LP for Bloodborne from best friends and like seeing them collide, I'm like, you know, it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but it's. I don't know. I really like the lore for those games because they're so little and it's so speculative that, yes. like, when you can make a solid connection between two things, it feels fucking radical. Like, you're just... You're, you're like, this is the truth. I have made well, yeah, a connection. And it's... And, I mean, the dude literally went through, like, every note in the game and wrote them down and every possible conversation and wrote them down and was like, how do these match up? How, how many times is this... Like plot thing referenced and by who and stuff. It's just it's insanity. Ninety pages of one space twelve point font. <laughs> <laughs> it's a PhD like a bloodboard. Oh man, I wish I had that kind of time. I just do a lot of shitting or laying on the bed. No, dude. I mean, Bloodborne came out a month ago. No, I'll never play Bloodborne. But but, but, but it came out, out but came out a while ago. Was so. it one, two months? 
That's like beginning of the year, if I remember correctly. Was it February? It's been a while. I guess my timeline is confused because I listened to the super. I backtracked on the super best friend cast episodes, and they were talking about Bloodborne when it came out. But yeah, I just feel like the time that you have you have to beat the game multiple, multiple, multiple times. You have to go through, take notes on every little thing you're doing in the game well, itself. I mean, if is, you know to take the the notes as you're going, I don't think it would be a problem. The issue is like for some of the things, but it's I don't know. The, the problem is, in order to get, like, the true ending, right, you have to get... There's four examples of the item, and you have to get and use three of them. Mm-hmm. But the way that you get them requires, like, a lot of exploration and, like, uh, interactions with characters in a certain order and stuff that if you don't know what you're looking for, you will not find them. Yeah, you'll find, like, two throughout the main course of the game. If you don't, like, go back to a place where you were at the beginning of the game... To find one, or like actually look around the the hub place mm-hmm. where you are in the hunter's dream part, where you can like pick where you're going and buy your shit, then you'll never find the third one that you need to get to the actual final boss. And so, you sort of like lock yourself out of the story just by playing the game and not knowing. <laughs> but yeah, oh that's man, interesting. um, yeah. So that should be pretty interesting. I still have not beat Dark Souls one or two someday. Someday, my, I will beat them. I think I put in like 15 hours and I'm not done. Yeah, that's about what I probably put in. And 15 hours of rage. No, stop. Stop. Why? There we go. I just want you to download. Super Best Friend Cast. Yeah. Get that shit. Um, Last Guardian may appear at 2015. Is that the next, thing? what's it called? That's the next Team Ico game. They made Shadow like the same Colossus. Guy yeah, that's yeah, why I was trying to So, think. this game was canceled. Or it was claimed to have been canceled. Then Sony came back, came out, and said, "No, no, no, it's not canceled." Because wow, essentially, they certainly the, took a while. Well, because the developers were like, "Oh yeah, it's canceled." And Sony was like, "No, no, no, it's not. It's not canceled. It is not canceled. It is coming. Please buy a PS4." <laughs> this will be the savior for Sony. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, I mean, as we all know, like we saw that preview at the E3 after what, the like, yeah, like when the when the PS3 launched, we saw the preview for this game. So early in that 2007, six or seven, six, yeah. almost ten years. I don't care about this game anymore. Like, it looks interesting, but I don't care anymore. It feels like one of those things, and this has become the state for me, for a lot of games now, where it will come out and I will watch the LP and I'll never play it. Right? I don't... There's not a single game, aside from Seven Warriors 3, that would make me (laughs) buy a PS4. And even then, I can just wait that out and it'll show up on PC eventually. Like, the exclusives that they have are not enticing enough for me and the games that I want to play to invest in them anymore, yeah. right? So I'll never be able to play it, but I still want to know what happens. Like, Team Ico games can be light on story, but heavy at the same time, yeah. right? <laughs> like, they can be they very beautiful They games. don't give you a lot, but the the pieces they give you are of a great magnitude of importance. And I want to see what happens. Like, does it actually tie in with Ico and with Shadows of the Colossus in that world? Like, all that happens at the end of Shadows of the Colossus is that fucking demon gets released, and it's like, End of game. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. all right, well, thanks for the game, I guess. You know, like, so, it like, no one, it's not, I don't think, if they had kept the hype up for a little while, this would probably be a reason for a lot of people to matriculate to a PS4, because this is, like, a game from a, a reasonably, like, story developer. Shadows of Colossus <laughs> still, like, one of the best PS2 games that ever came out. Yeah. Uh, ubiquitously. Yeah. 
But I feel like they like they're in this place where they're in development hell. So any game that has been in in development for uh, for ten years or more, it's guaranteed to suck. Is Duke never Nukem. been good. Duke Nukem, yeah, Duke Nukem. Um, Two Human was. Ever, oh, well, do you remember God. that game? I remember the first about that time game? I saw that in fucking uh, Game Informer. Yes. I was like, this looks rad, and then I never saw anything about it again because it came out and it got like a three, and it was shit. It was shit here, and like, like that's just what I feel like. Like this game, when it comes out, will probably be very good, and I'm sure once there is a, com- a concrete release date, people will get excited for it, and it will end up and being another trailer, and, and it'll probably trailer. be good. I'm sure it'll probably be amazing, but like the hype level for it. I feel like for me, so subdued. Yeah, because people are just like, no one's going to believe it's actually going to come out, even when they give a date. No one will. It will come out. It will be eleven fifty nine on the night it's supposed to come out, and they will still not believe it's going to come out. Final Fantasy fifteen. Everyone was like, "This game is dead. This game is dead." That's true. And then they released all those gameplay videos. You're like, "Oh my god, this game was so cool." I'm hyped for that game. Yeah, but so once they get once they get the gameplay out and they get videos of like real gameplay, then people will start going back. Here's the difference: the trailer for this was half a lifetime ago. Yeah. For a lot of people, right? The, 15, the last 15 trailer was... The first one came out in like 11, 2011, 2012. Yes, which is like three, four years ago, yeah. not 10. Yeah. No, dude, I think... I feel like 15's been in like... It got announced... It has been in development hell for a while. I feel like it can't have been that long. It is 15 and there were other games that came before it. When did 14 come out? When did 13? Well, it was announced before like 13 and all other stuff. Like... It, just, it got cold because I keep getting like, pushed back yeah, from screwed. being like it was going to be Final Fantasy IX, and yeah. then it was. So development began shortly before as well, so. in two thousand six. The last nine years, bro. <laughs> but it was announced as Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy versus, versus, versus thirteen. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, because they made it a completely different game, though. <laughs> no, well, it's the same. It has all the same characters in the, the video, but they literally just were like, "Well, we've waited so long, we're just going to rename it fifteen now because it's supposed to come out with 13. Remember, because yeah. it was thirteen versus their normal thirteen, and then like thirteen like aggro or something. Lightning returns. Maybe it's like it's easier to be more excited about that because like. We've seen the trailer. Maybe when we see the trailer for Last Guardian, we'll be excited. But I remember the Last Guardian trailer didn't excite me that much. Like I saw it and I was like, "This looks cute. Just, that monster's gonna die, like for sure." Either the monster or the kid, or the kid. One of the two is gonna die, and I was like, "It'll be really cool. I'll definitely want to play it." But for now, like now, maybe it's just because sure I don't once, believe it's. Gonna I'm sure show. once the gameplay comes out, if it were to come out, people start. Believing. I think that's really yeah. what it came down to. Yeah, because th- once agree there was like that demo, you're like, "Ah, oh, the demo!" Like at least yeah. you know, like existence real. I can summon, like, this weird necro god that's, like, 80 feet tall and destroy the planet, believe me, like, 8,000 times. Yeah. Road trip. Road trip. Road trip. I'm actually excited for that. I, love, so that, I love that idea. The voice acting for that is fucking shit. If we so, never LP any game in our life, if the LP dream just never happens for us, let us choose the one game and it will be Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> the, 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 the road trip. The road trip. Bro trip. It'll be... It'll be rad. So, I think that's it. Yeah. Should uh, go and play Dota soon. Yeah. That's what will happen. We end on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. That's that's how I for this week. I'm Steve. I'm Addison. And I'm Ken. Welcome, Welcome to, to Guitar! Guitar!